0: Father, by the name of Jesus, we come to you. We bless you. We give thanks for this day that you made. We think about life you have to spend. Father, we thank you for just keeping us in our right mind. We thank you for just blessing us down through this year, even though we experienced some hardships, some loss, some setbacks, some difficulties. God, we thank you because you've still been there with us. You kept us. You wrapped your arms around us. You have scripted us. You have mended our minds and healed our broken hearts. And for that, God, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. God, we thank you tonight. God, we just want to say thank you because you're worthy to be praised. God, as we look back over our life and see what you have done, how you kept us down through this year of 2022, as we get ready to close out this year, as we get embarking to, to a brand new year, God, We still ask you to keep your hands on us. Touch our minds, our hearts, our spirits. Draw us closer to you, God. Make us run with you, God. We want to be right. We want to be whole. And we just want to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. God, we're going to bless your name for these miracles and these blessings. We receive them by faith through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. I just want to come on in. For a little bit, not very long tonight, and I want to continue what we started, dealing with this, this distress of the mind. As believers of Jesus Christ, we have some setback. We have some mental issues going on within the body of Christ, and the enemy has used this to hurt us, to try his best to cripple us. But I want to encourage us tonight. I want to renew our faith and our hope in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ even as we're going through, as we preparing to close out the year 2022, I know it's not been all that good for everybody. I know we've had so many setbacks some disappointments, some hardships, some heartaches, to the point that it literally drove us almost out of our right minds. So tonight, I want to encourage you tonight and just talk about a prophet, one of the prophets, matter of fact, that experienced this same hardship mentally and maybe in his scriptures, in his words, you will find some comfort that will renew your strength, that will renew your mind in Jesus Christ. So as we look into the book of Jeremiah chapter 20, I'm not going to be long after tonight, I just want to start on this come back later and hear some more of this, but Jeremiah chapter 20, and I want to begin reading at verse 14. Cursed be the day wherein I was born. Let not the day wherein my mother bare me be blessed. Cursed be the man who brought tidings to my father, saying, A male child is born unto thee, making him very glad. And let the man be as the cities which the Lord has overthrew and repented not and let him hear the cry of the morning and the shouting of the noontide, because he slew me not from the womb, or that my mother might be my grave, her womb to be always great with me. Wherefore I come forth out of the womb to see the labor and sorrow that my days shall be consumed with shame. And again, I want to talk about this some more of the mind. I know I should have lost my mind, but I thank God I'm still in my right mind. I know I should have lost my mind, but I thank God I'm still in my right mind. If you get a chance and just sit back for a few moments, and just go down memory lane and see where God has brought you from up to this point right now, and if you can be honest with yourselves, as I'm being honest with myself, and just take the moment and just testify, it's not to glorify the enemy. But it is to glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's to give God all the praise because the truth be told, we should have lost our minds. But I thank God, hallelujah. I'm still in my right mind. Jeremiah has been a lonely prophet for a very long time. Um, some like to call him the weeping prophet. And, you know, coming up in church, I would hear about this weeping prophet Jeremiah. And you know, I thought he said he needed, he's just a big cry baby. He need to um, suck it up and um, stop crying so much. But as I read Jeremiah and as I experienced my own life, I'm like, I owe this brother an apology. I need to repent. I need to tell him I'm sorry because the things that he endured will cause you to cry. Especially when you have no one you can talk to, especially you got nobody you can confide in. Majority of us are married and we still don't tell our husband, our wife, everything that's really bothering us because we feel like they can understand. And especially in, when it comes to ministry spelling, you are a prophet, you are a elder you are a pastor you are a apostle you're a bishop there are things that you're facing spiritually that anguish you you mentally and it causes you to cry i noticed something this past few months i can go to bed and i don't know about nobody else but i can go to bed my eyes are dry But when i get up i can see why i had i've been crying all night long i got dry tear ducts all down my face and i'm like what is and then i sit back and i look back it's because my spirit man was vexed my mind wasn't resting because of the things I had to endure. The pressure of this world, I got the best of me to the point that I'm like, man, why am I still trying my best to live holy? Why am I still declaring the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ? Why am I out here preaching, singing, prophesying to people? And I'm going through and nobody cares. Here is Jeremiah in chapter 20. Looking at a moment of reflection over his life. The historians tell us in theology that Jeremiah never married, nor did he have any kids. But he was always picked on, always laughed at, always mocked, always ridiculed, was thrown in a prison, and was thrown with, in feces at that. His water was pee. Just be honest. We we'll just mess with tell the truth. That's what they gave him. Peter drink. They threw his bread and feces and told him to eat it. So can you imagine being all of this being mistreated like you're lower loadout worse than a dog? Even a dog ate better than he did. Was even the dog was even treated worse. He was. But could you imagine these are God's people that He has to minister to that have done all of this barbaric, chaotic mess to Him, and He still has to minister to him. He still has to praise God. He still have to give God glory. And he's like, well, okay, why am I so alone? Why, nobody understands me mentally. Or anybody looking at me like I'm crazy because they can't comprehend what I'm going through or how I'm feeling. I'm talking to you tonight because some of you sitting right there, you've been writing in your journal, nobody cares about me. Nobody loves me. Nobody understands me. Nobody wants to help me. I cannot get no help. I'm trying not to lose my mind, but I'm going crazy because everything I seem to do right seems to be wrong. Everything I know that should work in my favor is what to gets me. Every time I put my hand to the plow, the plow breaks. Hello, somebody. The axe, the wood breaks. I pick up the broom. The handle breaks. Whatever. It's caused, because your your back is on your wall because the pressure of this world is coming down hard on you. But I come to say something to you again tonight. I want you to get this. Even though you should have lost your mind. Praise God. You're still in your right mind. Looking at this blizzard, this just transpired over this week and had and seen some testimonies of God mercy and his grace as people were stranded people died in this blizzard but there were some people God let them survive one man was mentally ill but had left the nursing home walking and got stuck and went and knocked on this young lady's door she said you will not die on my watch she opened her door her boyfriend said bring him in he had hypothermia, fingers all blue. He was turning blue and red. They did their best to try to warm him up. It was like calling for help, for somebody to come through the business and help him, or this man was going to die. Even though that man was not in his right mind, God let him be in his right mind for the moment to knock on the door to get some help. Why am I saying this? I'm saying it's because God is allowing you to knock on the door right now to get some help. Talk to somebody. They may not understand everything you're going through, but talk to somebody. Just say, listen, I don't need you to say anything. I don't need you to comment. I just need you to listen. And yes, just listen to me right now. I need to express myself. I need to vet. I need to let somebody know what I'm feeling, how I've been thinking, because the enemy has done his best to make you lose your mind, but praise be the God we serve, you're still in your right mind. Let me get to back to this text again. Listen to what how Jeremiah described how he felt mentally being worn out, being frail, being disgusted, being beaten down, being torn down. This is what Jeremiah said. Jeremiah said, curse be the day wherein I was born. Let not the day wherein my mother bear me be blessed. Saying his birthday shouldn't even be blessed. Because if I was blessed on this day, I should be having some good days. And it seems like my bad days are outweighing my good days. But I want to flip that script around tonight. I want to just let you know that your good days are going to always outweigh your bad days. The, 11, 11 Reverend, the late Reverend Paul Jones wrote a song, Um, I Won't Complain. Cause I've had some good days and I've had some bad days. That's all of us. I've had some heels to climb. That's all of us. We've had to cry. That's all of us. Ask God why? Hello. Maybe you, you feel you don't tell nobody, but yes, Lord, I sure know Ask God. Why do you allow this to happen to me? Why did you let me lose my finances? Why did you allow me to lose my automobile? Why did you allow me to lose my job? Why did you allow cause me to let me allow me that caused me? Excuse me, but allow me to lose the very things out of those precious dear to me, my family. Um, why did you allow that to happen? Because I just and I couldn't understand it, and sometimes I still don't understand why would you when I'm doing all I know how to, to live righteous before you and please you. Why would you allow these things to come upon me the way they did? And I don't see nothing, no joy in it. I don't see no glory in it. I don't see how it's going to be a testimony. I I, I, don't, I, don't, I cannot fathom that. I don't understand it. And this how Jeremiah felt. So I understand now what Jeremiah was going through. Because believe it or not, most of us, we'll be honest, we even cursed that day that we were born. We have said, because we might just be mad, I wish I was never born hello somebody. I know we ain't going to testify to that. We're not going to be truthful, but here it is the truth. You have thought it and you've said it. There's times that you've gone through so far you wish. You said, I wish I would never been doing That's exactly what Jeremiah just said right here. That's where it came from. Jeremiah said, Curse be the day wherein I was born. Let not the day wherein my mother bade me be blessed. Curse be the man who brought tidings to my father, saying, Amen, child, is born unto thee, making him a very glad. He even cursed the doctor. Hello, somebody. He cursed the doctor that delivered him at his mother's womb and told his daddy, You got a man, you got a son. He said, why would anybody rejoice not knowing what may happen to them? Not knowing what you're going to go through. Why? Ah, but if you allow me to go back to uh, Job chapter 14, he says, a man that's born of a woman has a few days of trouble. Can I get a witness here? All he's saying that trouble is going to overtake you sometime and it's going to get the best of you, but you got to run right down on the inside. You grab hold of what you know from the inside and and let it pull on it and say, "Uh I can't go out like this. I refuse to go out like this. I know the enemy wants to take me out of my right mind, but I'm going to praise God because I'm still in my right mind. Glory to God. Hallelujah! Oh, uh, he says it's not even funny. Then he goes on verse sixteen, said "And let the man be as the sins which the Lord overthrew, and repenting not." In other words, if you go back to when how Israel was sending God overthrew those cities, and he didn't repent for how he did them. When well, he brought Israel out of Egypt, he didn't repent how he let the locusts, the cankerworms, the pomegranates, the flies. The roaches, the it, the pestilence, diseases overtake them, so they could be free. What am I? Why am I saying this? Because you got to look back over your life. Hey, yeah, you had more good days than you had bad days, and I have to tell myself I've had a lot of. I had more good days than I had bad days. These past two months have really, really been rough on me to the point it's like why should i even pick up my bible and read it not alone pick up my bible and teach and preach but I send prayers out every morning and I'm like, how can I pray for everybody else when I need somebody to be praying for me? How can I always get, you give me a word to encourage everybody else, but yet there's no word coming back to me. I don't understand that. I I, I just can't write my head around it. But God told me, said, boy, this ain't about you. I had to allow you to go through this so you can be a testimony for somebody else. that They can say, if I brought you through this, they know I'm going to bring them through it. Hmm. Yes, I want to encourage you now because I'm going to close this out. I want you to understand no matter what you're facing in past this past 2022. These past three years has been rough for everybody financially due to pen, this, this famine. But I want you to understand, in the midst of that this famine, God has been your sustainer. God has been your supplier. God has been your deliverer. He has been your waymaker. He has been your provider. He has been your healer. He's been your counselor. He's been wonderful. He's been that mighty God. Can I get a witness here? Why do you think we, sometimes you don't want to stand by, but sometimes a song in the song comes out and just in the skin your spirit, what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. What a mighty God we serve. Yes, let me just encourage your heart a little bit more here because I keep saying I'm going to close. But another song just came to my mind, came to my spirit and says, oh, you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. Oh yes, you cannot tell it, but let me tell it because I know I should have lost my mind, but thank the God He's kept me in my right mind. And I'm closing. The sh- because the God that we serve, because He loves us, because He is our way maker. Because he is our deliverer, because he is our hope. Matter of fact, Solomon said he is the rose of sharing and the lily of the valley. He is the bright and morning star. Hebrews say he is looking unto Jesus who is the author and finisher of our faith. That's why you know that he, you know you when you should have lost your mind, he's keeping you in your right mind. Because if you can say this is the day that the Lord has made, I shall rejoice and be glad. Come on, somebody help me here. It's because you know you should have went cuckoo for Cocoa pups. Ah, uh, yes, but because God loves you and you love Him, He is keeping you. Matter of fact, Jew recorded and said, Now unto Him that's able to keep you from falling and present you fall as a- before his presence of his glory receiving joy. To the wise God, I'll say you, be glory and majesty to me in power, both now and forever, because I should tell you, you're still in your right mind, because the enemy has tried, but he's failed. And I'm gonna say it again, the enemy has tried, and failed, the enemy has tried and failed. You still in your right mind. Your health may not be as good as you wanted to, but you ought to praise God, you're still in your right mind. Because if you're still in your right mind, that means He's gonna do something a miracle, he's gonna do a miracle in your body. Lord, because you're still in your right mind, you're still being healed. Because you're still in your right mind, you're still being delivered, because you're still in your right mind, you're still being set free. Because you're still in your right mind, you still got an opportunity to put your hands together and give God a, a clap of thunder. Clap my praise, and because you're still in your right mind, you still can open your mouth up and say, I will bless the Lord. At all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Because you still in your right mind, you can sing, like David said, Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Yes, praise the Lord because you still in your right mind, you can sing like David said. I was glad when they said unto me. Mm, let us go into the house of the lord because i'm still in my right mind i know the enemy is trying to take me out but i want to praise the lord that he still got me right here so i can tell everybody under the sound of my voice that god is a good god and he's worthy to be praised. Yes, bless the name of the Lord Jesus. I know I should be out of my right mind. But can I just say, I think the Lord I'm still in my right mind. Yes, Jesus. I want to praise you now because mm, yes, you are Jehovah Raha, the God that healed me. That's why I know I'm still in my right mind because you are Jehovah Raha, meaning that you are my shepherd. That's why David said the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want and he makes me lie down in green pastures because I'm still in my my mind, thou David said, Thou prepares a table in the presence of my enemies, and thou anointed my head with oil, and my cup runneth over her. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Because I know you want me to be out of my right mind. But I will say thank you, Jesus. Mm, Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I'm still in my right mind. Glory to you, Jesus. Bless the name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we pray right now. For every man, woman, boy, and girl that may listen to this, God, let it be an encouragement. Let it be a, a little ray of hope, God, that even though the enemy tried to take us out of our right minds, you still got us in our right minds. And God, I pray that the new year that's coming, is going to be much greater than it's been. It's going to be much prosperous than it's been. It's going to be much healing than it has been. Let it be a year of salvation. Let it be a year of redemption. Let it be a a year of joy. Let it be a a year of hope. I pray a special prayer over your people, and I prophesy that blessings in their minds, their hearts, and their spirits, like they never be seen before. For as your word has declared, eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard. Lord, have entered into the house of men all the good things that you have according to your word. And God, we're going to praise you. We're going to bless you. We give you the glory and we receive it right now. And it's, it is so in Jesus name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.